Support for this podcast comes from San Francisco International Airport. At SFO, you can discover award-winning flavors and unique shops all before takeoff. Learn more about what's at SFO at flysfo.com. Hey, it's Avery Truffleman, host of Articles of Interest. And I've got to say, I've been a fan of KQED ever since I was a little kid, and I would come out to San Francisco to visit my grandma. It was just What we'd always turn on every time we got in the car, every time we were making dinner and turning on the radio, was always KQED. And then over the years, I've become a massive fan of KQED podcasts because this is local reporting at its best. These are answers to questions you've always wanted to know, interviews with exciting, unusual voices, necessary journalism, all told with love and care and artistry. And did you know that a majority of KQED's funding actually comes from members? It's just people like you and me supporting the programs they love while also getting access to cool events, behind-the-scenes footage, and so much more. If you want to sign up and be a part of this amazing community, visit donate.kqed.org slash podcasts to become a member today. That's podcasts with an S. Thank you for listening, and thank you for your support. From KQED. Welcome back to Forum. I'm Mina Kim. We... In the hour, remembering Alameda County Supervisor Wilma Chan, who was also the first Asian American to serve as the state assembly's majority leader. Chan died Wednesday after being struck by a car while walking her dog. Joining me now is assembly member Mia Bonta. Mia Bonta, thanks so much for joining us. Thank you for honoring uh, uh, Wilma, uh, Supervisor Chan. I'm so sorry for your loss. I know you worked closely with her. What will you remember most about her? I think Supervisor Chan was a fierce warrior for children and families and elders. And what I will remember most about her is just the way that she was such a no-nonsense, get it done, get it mm-hmm. done right, and uh, and collaborator in her in the work and her approach to ensuring that East Bay families were taken care of. I understand that you were just working with her on a piece of legislation. Can you tell us about it? Uh, Supervisor Chan had uh, done a pilot uh, to focus on uh, one issue area that she was incredibly passionate about related to food justice. Uh, Food is medicine. They'd been able to start some pilots where Uh, we would focus on making sure that uh, you could essentially write a prescription for our most basic need around food. And I was super excited as a new legislator coming into uh, the state assembly to really be able to take that concept and that pilot to expand it out um, as uh, in part uh, because of her leadership in, in making sure that we could recognize that food is a critical aspect of of a basic need that we sh- we all have a right to. Yeah, it sounds like this legislation so encapsulates the kinds of things that Supervisor Chan stood for. Could you expand on that a little bit? Just her core conviction around some of the key things that, that people have a right to. I think Supervisor Chan knew from her own experience and in serving the community for so long that we have a right to housing, we have a right to food, we have a right to an education, and uh, and really came from a place of being such a warrior in all of those regards uh, to for anything related to health, 
and and lifting up our community. And she was so incredibly effective at making sure that would happen. I think across the county um, and the state, quite frankly, you will see traces of things that she felt passionately about and was able to bring coalitions together to really make happen uh, for uh, for people in the East Bay and throughout Alameda County, both as a legislator and then as a supervisor. So she is leaving uh, an incredibly huge void for for our community. And I hope that we all rally together to be able to do the work that one woman did um, so tirelessly. It will take it will take all of us to be able to make sure that that happens. We're talking about Supervisor Wilma Chan, who died Wednesday. We're talking about her with Assemblymember Mia Bonta, who represents the 18th Assembly District in the Bay Area's East Bay. And you're listening to Forum. I'm Mina Kim. If you have memories or stories that you would like to share about Wilma Chan, you're welcome to by calling 866-733-6786. Again, 866-733-6786. You can share them on Twitter or Facebook at KQED Forum. You can email them to forum at kqed.org. On the line now is Alice Lai Bicker, former head of the board of the Alameda County Board of Supervisors and also an aide to Wilma Chan. Alice Lai Bicker, thanks so much for joining us. Thank you, Mina. And I am also my so sorry for the loss of, of a dear friend. I know you attended a memorial gathering for Wilma Chan yesterday. What was that like for you? Um, I think it was great for everybody being there. Um, it was good for me as well to be able to express my sentiment and my grief um, and my gratefulness. Um, people um, were very... Uh, saddened and shocked by this um, incident. It's just so unexpected. Um, but I like the fact that people were able to gather and grieve together and uh, able to express um, their love for her. And one of the things that, it, that, that, that was said, it kind of stuck in my mind. Um, someone was uh, using the metaphor of quiet storm, basically say, you know, she is so powerful, but she has her own quiet way of her leadership at making things done. Yes, it was interesting. She's described both simultaneously as quiet and also very direct and very clear. And uh, so, so how do you how do you make sense of those two things, Alice Leibitker? I think that's just a wonderful quality. And I remember when I was a staff for her and um, she was just so inspiring. And I was thinking more about this and I thought about how Girlsing has this, um, you know, uh, mission to inspire girls to be strong, smart and bold. And I thought this is really the qualities that Wilma displayed. And she's always uh, being very supportive and very wonderful for the staff and gave us very clear vision. And then we just go out and implement. And, um, and um, uh, like, like how she started when she became the board of supervisor, one of the issues she, she, she get on right away was about uh, the issue of uninsured. Um, at the time, uh, the county, if I remember correctly, um, we had a big uninsured rate and, and all over the state. 
but Alameda County, um, at that time, it was 100, 175,000 people were uninsured. So immediately, she knew that something needs to be done, and she start organizing a task force and um, get all the important stakeholders together, the county departments, the CBOs, the clinics, the hospitals, everybody uh, in a room and a regular basis to look at how we can make system change to make sure people can have health coverage. Well, we have some listeners who'd like to share their thoughts about Supervisor Chan. Mickey in Berkeley. Hi, Mickey. Hi, thank you so much for doing this. And I hope when it gets closer to her memorial that we'll hear more. Um, I'm a criminal justice activist and representing the justice team of the First Unitarian Church and the Interfaith Coalition for Justice in Our Jails. And in different capacities, I've worked with Wilma Chan over the last 12 years. Um, She's been an incredible supporter of criminal justice reform. She's been one of the strongest advocates on the board to um, stand up against the sheriff getting gazillion millions of dollars when she fought for things to be differently prioritized. And another thing that many people forget to mention is that she was one of the fiercest advocates on the board for stopping Urban Shield, which is the major militarized police training that Sheriff Ahern did in the county. So I just want to underline the loss, the incredible, shocking, devastating loss, and her um, humble, low ego, get things done, and her ferociousness. One last quick thing is that one of the last times I met with her with a group of advocates, she was very distressed about the woman in Santa Rita that died, um, I'm sorry, who gave birth to a baby in solitary confinement. And I was sitting right next to Wilma, and It was so clear that that personally moved her. She was not a politician. She was being a woman, and she talked about what that must have been like to give birth. Mm. So I just want to say, presente, Wilma, and what a wonderful, powerful life and a model for all of us to make change. Thank you so much. Miggy, thank you. Thank you. And I'm so sorry. Arlinda in Oakland. Hi, Arlinda. Hi. I want to uh, piggyback off what Miggy said. Um, Wilma was an example for all of us in terms of what a difference that one person can make. Um, when we went up to visit her at, at the state capitol regarding the clean money campaign, which I was the chair of through the First Unitarian Church again, and uh, she told us that how important it was for the average citizen to speak up, that for every person that called, emailed, or whatever, you know, showed up to talk to her, she figured that there was 1,800 other people in the district who felt the same way, who didn't have the time or the ability to speak up. And so she said, you really make a difference when you speak up. So she really encouraged the average citizen to take an active role in the government. 
Well, Arlinda, thank you. And a couple of tweets that we received, Joe wrote, Wilma Chan was generous with her time with Rachel Swan and myself and helped explain how things really work politically. May her memory be a blessing. Hassan tweets, this news is truly somber and troubling. May her family, friends, and loved ones find peace. David tweets, this is such tragic news. Wilma Chan was an icon in the Asian American community and fought tirelessly to lift up all Californians. This senseless traffic violence needs to end. I want to thank all of our listeners for contributing. I want to thank Alice Light Bicker, former head of the board of Alameda County Board of Supervisors, for joining us, and Mia Bonta, assembly member representing the 18th Assembly District in the East Bay, for joining us as well. Thank you both when the shock is, is so fresh and so recent. And I want to also wish everyone a peaceful weekend. I'm Mina Kim. Funds for the production of Forum are provided by the members of KQED Public Radio and the Germanicos Foundation and the Generosity Foundation. Support for Forum comes from San Francisco Opera. Set 10 years after a school shooting, the critically acclaimed opera Innocence takes us into a complex emotional journey where our understanding of innocence and guilt is constantly upended. Kaya Sariajo's ethereal score collapses the past into the present as a community of survivors grapple with how to move forward. Don't miss the highly anticipated American premiere of Innocence, June 1st through 21st. Learn more at sfopera.com. We've all got those parts of our house where the internet just won't go. Well, if you had wall-to-wall Wi-Fi from Xfinity, you could worry less about dead spots. Because with wall-to-wall Wi-Fi from Xfinity, you get fast speeds, reliable connection in every room, and power for all of your devices, even when everyone's online. That's wall-to-wall Wi-Fi only with Xfinity. Restrictions apply. Not available in all areas. Actual speeds vary. All over the country. We need to improve reading in Wisconsin. Schools are changing the way they teach reading. I'm calling for a renewed focus on literacy. We have gotten this wrong in New York and all across the nation. And it's happening because of a podcast. I think your podcast has changed my life. And I'm going to share this podcast with everyone I meet. Sold a Story investigates how teaching kids to read went wrong. New episodes of Sold a Story are available now.